Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Hamda. Silent trailers this Saturday. Get your tickets now. KeithandTheGirl.com slash tickets. It's the greatest game show ever made. Hamda, who knows nothing about movies, less about celebrities, describes a movie trailer, and we guess what that movie is. Oh, right? it's so much fun. I always think I do a good job, but based on people's response, I might have a couple misses. It's really fun because... Um, when you're watching it live, people are guessing it at the same time. So the chat is super alive and uh, you can buy tickets, but we don't even want you to. We want you to go to the ticket page. But if you're a VIP, you get it absolutely free. So we want you to be a VIP, get it for free. Meet us on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. The the room, quote unquote, will open a few minutes before. So get there early, grab your popcorn and uh, listen to me describe Tom Cruise. But it's really Elijah Wood. That'd be cool. Uh, Mateo Lane, Ben Lerman, Jesse Joyce, Matt Bray, Dylan Adler. They'll all be there competing uh, against me, and I will make them individually, one at a time, cry. So please be part of it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, of course, we have the Keith and the Girl chat room. It's open 24-7. You can uh, you know, let people know how you're dealing during this uh, tough time. Uh, everybody's, uh, you know, not to be corny, but we're in this together, and uh, it feels good to uh, share to share your stories. Also tonight, come to I, of course, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we'll visit the chat room and we'll be playing poker. So it doesn't cost you anything, but there's no rebuys. So people uh, people take it serious and uh, it's a lot of fun. And you can just watch and we'll do yapping, etc. And also, so you don't have to be a really good poker player. Also, like the the newbies a lot of time catch catch the good cards and then take everybody out because everyone's waiting for them to bet a certain way. So even if you're not playing cards, we're also on Zoom just watching each other and, and chatting. And we're going to put a bounty on our heads. So if you knock me or Keith out, you get a free month of VIP. And of course, if you're the winner of the whole thing, you get free VIP as well. Just to make it a little bit more exciting, we're not putting money into it so that everyone could feel free to play and not have any pressure of losing any real money. Look at this. Bounties. And this is a regular Russian. <laughs> All right. Today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, co-host of the podcast, Narcissistas, featured in College Humor, Comedy Central, NPR, Sirius XM, and on the soon-to-be-released Keith and the Girl Roast, the human ray of sunshine herself, Courtney McGinnis. You guys, I love you so much. She's looking so in a well. mirror. I, I, literally, <laughs> I actually am though. <laughs> okay. I I love like how what what do I call it? Full of yourself. I, but like yeah. it's a very bubbly version of it. Like when Keith taught when Keith introduces people normally, you know, he says the credits and everything like that, and you see them like just getting smaller and smaller in their chair, like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Courtney was dancing to the rhythm of Keith's intro. She was just, I mean. If she was standing, she'd be tap dancing. I mean, bitch, I have been doing comedy long enough. Those credits are not impressive, but I have to believe in myself. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, speaking of the roast, and you were fantastic, and you did it with your uh, your new husband, of course, uh, uh, Casey James Salengo. Uh, when when the roast was done, and obviously you're professionals and you both have thick skins, but when it's done, the the one of you have to console the other one in any way? Like, uh Absolutely. Okay, let me just tell you something. This ray of sunshine, this positivity, Uh this like feeling myself is a facade, baby. I crumble immediately when the camera goes off. Uh, Who was it? Somebody had a joke about Casey being the successful one. And so we signed off. We were laughing. We were like, that was so funny. And then I was like, do you really think I'm not successful? Oh, my God. It's so funny because people were poking fun of uh, like, you know, you you could be a brother and sister team and blah, blah, blah. And then the camera's off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is like, that's funny because it's like, yeah, no, we know. <laughs> did it ruin the night? Like, did it ruin the day? No, you know what? I've been going to therapy in quarantine, and this really helped me uh, laser in and like uh, contain my mess. Because at first, I would just let it spill out into the whole week, but now I'm pretty good at being like, I am going to be mad for one hour, you know, and then I'll then I'll move right. on. 
people are saying, hey, when do we get to see this? And I'm, I'm busy right now editing out anything bad said about me. And so it's taking me a second to finish putting this together, but it'll be out any day. I promise. It was so much fun. I honestly, we had so much fun. I was laughing so much and like, what a good group of people that was. And like, you guys are so much fun to make fun of. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, I I noticed that. Hey, let me mention this. Uh, So you, of course, uh, you recently got married. We talked about it when you guys were on the show is episode 3,219, just married. And she and will then, show you her ring every time you say that. Right. DM me <laughs> if you want to pick. <laughs> Setting ring picks. Um, do now that because of the virus, it's almost like we're living in dog years. Uh, is it is it over is it overwhelming? You this is you just got married. And now you have to be together 24-7. Is it too much? You know, I'm so glad you asked. And you know I love my husband. You know that I think he's the sexiest man that has ever lived on this planet. I still think that no matter how often he doesn't do the laundry. <laughs> but but we it's so funny because every single person has been like, oh, th- at least you guys are newlyweds. It's still fun. And I'm like, we stopped closing the bathroom door like week three of <laughs> <laughs> like right. we have gone into deep married couple. <laughs> we got it. We found a street cat that we adopted. Like we have just become like like retirees immediately. Um, this is so funny because at like as you're responding, I'm just like, yes, this is so the truth. And when we were talking before the show about how you're not entertained by anything else but each other, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh wow, I've gone through like weird lengths to entertain myself with him so i've like watched him pee for fun <laughs> i'm like oh we can well let's see how long it is let's time it i don't know what to do i me and casey are both lactose intolerant like i'm just gonna keep it i don't want anything to get too gross but we are lactose intolerant but we like can't leave the house and we both love ice cream so we've just been eating ice cream and we've been like you're gonna you're gonna fuck things up and he's like no you're gonna fuck things up and then we like are betting on us like shitting ourselves it's so it's like what the fuck is is, happening this is the new romance like you have to create things to be like no you smushy no you flood the toilet What else are we going to talk about but our stomach problems? No, I don't I know. Do you are you are you realizing things you really didn't know about him being around twenty four seven? Like you eat like that? What? You I should have. You should have said ahead of time. It's rude. <laughs> no, I knew how oh, terrible his manners were before. We really like are. We're pretty open with each other. So there was no big surprises. I just don't think I realized how often. He shits. And I think, and he keeps being like, this is a dude thing. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a dude thing, but like he goes like three times a day for real. And I'm like, what? How is there that much inside of you? Right. We ate the same thing. <laughs> we ate the same thing. <laughs> I did not think this whole episode was going to be about poop, but here we are, you know? <laughs> well, romance you're, is romance. You're, you're a mover and a shaker. You make things happen. Uh, what you, you can't go out or you, are you crawling out of your skin? I'm going a little crazy. Well, because I'm still working my day job, which I we were talking about a bit. And I'm, um, I think I've talked about it on here that I work for a fashion brand, and I was have been having this existential crisis about my role in fashion, and you know, just I'm being part of the climate problem, and all these things were already going on. And now most of my life has shifted from stand-up to just focusing on this job. And it's like making me go crazy. Mm. We've been trying to get out. I mean, we have the dogs, so we've been going on like walks and stuff, but like I'm I'm going crazy for sure. You know <laughs> what? Like, when when we were growing up, you didn't have the apps, but people did put out classifieds and that's how they dated. Like you would actually put an ad, you know, single white female or whatever you were. And um a lot of it was long walks on the beach and i think now everyone's gonna leave the fucking long walks in the dating apps out it was the most romantic thing you could do is go for a walk with your partner and now it's like i guess we're going for a walk i don't like here's this trash can on this corner again like what the fuck this is the corner that smells like pee i don't know like it's so yeah Yeah, i I think 
the other day we were we were going for a walk and it's like okay which way did we what part of our neighborhood have we not seen yet and he's like we've been on every block you can only turn right or left like there is no there's nowhere to go i know should we go to the bodega on the left side (laughs) legit (laughs) like I don't really like their tomatoes, but let's take a risk. You know, right. it's like, what are we talking about? Well, and you know, me and Casey are like, we're out doing stand up literally every night. Like we had, we would get in fights over like having to stay in and have a date night or go out to dinner together because we were just always booked, always doing things. And now it's like the opposite problem where we're like, we don't even have bars to go on a date to. <laughs> like, that's I've been learning right. to make my own drinks. It's terrible. <laughs> right. You got you guys have debated about, hey, do we drink too much? There's no discussion now, right? This is a special occasion. Oh, please, honey. It is like we count. <laughs> okay, Casey had a good tweet early in quarantine where it's like every day it's just a game of chicken of which one of us is gonna start drinking first. <laughs> We've been good. I've been like counting down the minutes to five o'clock. But as soon as it's five o'clock, I'm like, hey, bitch. <laughs> I picture you put the ingredients out like on the counter. Yeah, well, for they're my Casey special. To be the animal, yeah. Well, I want my special treats to be ready. <laughs> Let them breathe. Uh, well, well, you know what? I brought up the bodega. Kemda was at her local bodega and she walked in right after it was just robbed. And I guess it's easy to rob nowadays because everybody's wearing a mask, right? Very true. Wait, really? Yeah, we walked in and um, this woman, it's not like she's chatty, but she always has a comment to say, which is really funny. Like, well, uh, the other day we bought a lighter and Xerxes got two lighters and she goes, ha, he always gets two lighters. And I'm like, how much do you drink? And I, we really think that she's drunk most of the time. And and like, she's just confusing us. She said things like, oh, you have the best husband. And I'm like, he's buying me Doritos. What's happening? So there's there's always something, you know? And so um, she's just kind of like, she's on the phone. We're standing in front of the counter for a while. And this guy is going on and on about the surveillance cameras. You don't have it pointed right. Like he was being really rude. She's clearly upset. And we're like, she finally gets off the phone. Like, did something happen? She goes, yeah, I just got robbed. And I think she said she said a heavy accent. I think what happened is they reached over into the cash register and grabbed stuff and left. And she turns to Xerxes specifically and goes, he was a black. I was very, very scared. Oh, oh God. Okay. And why? And why to him? Like, you understand how you guys are scary. Like, (laughs) you can relate. You know your people. I don't know. It was such a heavy accent. I'm like, I heard that wrong, right? And then um, and we left, and Xerxes was like, did you catch how she told me that they were black? I'm like, she did say that, didn't she? Like, hard, like, real eye contact. Like, you don't have that when you're making love to sweet, sweet fucking, you know. It was like, he was a black. I was so, so scared. Oh. I, I, I want you to... Talk about it at your meeting tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how black people are always getting together for their culture meetings. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, oh, you know when people just say something and it just physically hurts your whole, it just, like, takes you out? Yeah. Like like when Kanye West talks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I, uh, I can't. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he said he's running for president of the United States of America. I can't. I can't. What do we even? I can't. What do we even say to this? I can't. What the fuck? What the fuck is happening? I can't. Why are we even talking about this? Arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Like, why are we <laughs> right. fucking talking about goddamn Kanye? He, I don't know what he's doing. I'm not sure what's going on. I used to stan kanye first couple albums oh my god my beautiful dark twisted fantasy oh what an album obsessed but like what the fuck is what the fuck what west who has been widely criticized because of his support of donald trump reportedly told uh let's see this publication that he has lost confidence in the commander-in-chief he says it looks like one big mess to me i don't like that i caught wind that he hid in the bunker that's what bothered him during right. uh, civil unrest that the president went uh, into a bunker. West comments come after he announced he's running for president himself, despite having missed deadlines in several states to actually get on the ballot. He insisted to Forbes that his run is not a publicity stunt 
and said he had no issue with the idea that his planned run could potentially take votes away from Joe Biden and aid in the reelection of Trump. He says, I'm not denying it. I just told you to say that the black vote is democratic is a form of racism and white supremacy. I didn't follow that either. I'm not saying Trump's in my way. He may be part of my way. And Joe Biden, like, come on, man, please. You know, Obama's special. Trump's special. We, this is Kanye West talking. We say Kanye West is special. America needs special people that lead. Bill Clinton, special. Joe Biden's not special. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where do you begin? One of the reasons the star believes he will be able to get on the ballot despite missing deadlines to file is because he's batshit. No, no, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Is because of the coronavirus, a disease he says he contracted in February. Quote, chills, shaking in the bed, taking hot showers, looking at videos, telling me what I'm supposed to do to get over it. End quote. So who knows? It's unclear whether West was ever tested for the virus or antibodies. Uh, right, it's so very specific that they they said he says he had the coronavirus. And then after right. to make to be clear, no one who here knows? is saying that he got it. But he he seems to be running on a on a part, part of his run is that I was a victim of this thing like you can or were be, you know. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. Have you have you guys been talking about shit like this on the on the pod like what do you guys feel like what do you think this is i i like i get so conspiracy i'm like he absolutely is doing this to take votes away from biden he seems so dopey but it's very irresponsible yeah i agree yeah it's irresponsible and ignorant at best and then it's conspiracy theory on the other side of the spectrum it's it's um I don't know. I saw like the whole Kanye's running for president and I was like, I will not search through Twitter or the news to see what this is. I, I need a minute on this one because I can't. And, and, right. and who cares that you miss deadlines? Okay. I don't, he, because, because, because he probably wakes up, snaps his finger and his breakfast is there. He's like, well, I want to be president now. And his assistant is going, I don't think that's how it works. And he goes, I don't think that's how you work. So go get it or you don't have a job. So, <laughs> I don't see how else that's happening. Is he f- sitting there fiddling out some shit? Like, what happens? Does he have a campaign manager or is it just his wife's ass? What's happening? <laughs> it's fucking Chris Jenner. Oh, my God. I can't. What? I'm looking at a uh, tweet from uh, Christian Finnegan. He says, this Kanye thing is stupid, obviously. But you know what would be genuinely fun? If he ran for a comptroller or some shit and then recorded an album about his day-to-day, like, life controlling like city council member diss tracks and the like oh my god i fucking love christian and i love that idea <laughs> that but uh, that is true though like if you really want change you need to be starting small like you think you're just gonna be the president like run for a fucking governor or a mayor or something figure out how the fuck you can actually help and then help. You know, I just don't understand. You can't talk directly to Kanye. You have to talk to his ego or he can't hear you. And what you just said is just not, it's like some tone that only a dog can hear. Oh my God. It's the, it's the Trump thing too, where it's like Trump is our president because Obama dissed him. (laughs) Basically like, Oh God. See why, why, why is this our reality? But it I totally right? told you guys I was on the edge. <laughs> You're just mm-hmm. piling it on. Uh, the, uh, Formula One had its first race of 2020. Uh, the drivers, uh, the majority of the drivers were all wearing a uh, Black Lives Matter shirt uh, saying, we race as one. With the exception, let's see, all drivers wore t-shirts saying, we race as one, with the exception of Lewis Hamilton, who moved the slogan to the back of his shirt and opted for Black Lives Matter across his chest. Most drivers took a knee, though some, including Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen, chose not to. How do you do that? Like you're taking and everybody's taking a knee and you're one of the drivers and you go, oh, no, thanks. No, these are my nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Can we just leave it be about racing? Oh, God. Well, it's like, I mean. I, I just it has to be in some way that these people aren't like educated about it, like the way that like Drew Brees 
said those things like I would never disrespect the flag and then he came back like oh sorry I didn't really realize what you were trying to say like it you feel like it has to be like that right yeah and how I mean I know you get banged around a lot in football but how can you be so stupid to just go like isn't the narrative out there for a couple years by now Oh, he's just like the whitest of the white, white, like mashed potatoes, white, like no seasoning white that he, I really, truly think he's like one of those millionaires, white people that just choose to, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, it's different in comedy or like in our world, but I still work in like a corporate environment and there is so many people I work with that are choosing to just pretend nothing's happening or choosing to be like in their own little privileged world. It's so wild because then when I'm in comedy or I'm with like creatives, people, this is all anybody's talking about and all, you know, everyone's so passionate and helping and it's not everybody. He uh, he said, you know, don't uh, I will never disrespect the flag. And they started throwing beads out into the audience. Nobody'd he'd see some tits. You know, this guy. Like I, I say. Here's a um, here's a tweet by somebody called the plant based bee. And she says they think pro black movements are anti white because pro white movements have always been anti black. Ooh, bitch. Yes. <laughs> By the way, uh, to those who don't know, that was a positive response from Courtney McGinnis. <laughs> I really have a way of um, messing every positive thing up. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. You stupid bitch. I'm obsessed with you. I love it. Uh, San Francisco uh, is introducing the Karen Act, C-A-R-E-N, to target racially motivated 911 calls. And it seems it all stemmed from uh, the woman in um, here in New York in uh, Central Park that said a black person. No, she said African American. Right? I'm being harassed by an African American, and then put on all these uh, tears. Like I know, I know the right words to say, but I'm definitely saying it uh, I'm because saying I'm a racist piece of shit. <laughs> right. Uh, San Francisco Supervisor Shimon Walton introduced an ordinance dubbed the Karen Act. It would impose fines on anyone who makes false and racially discriminatory emergency reports to the city. Karen with a C stands for the caution against racially exploit exploitative non-emergencies. Yeah, they pushed it to for they, it to be Karen. <laughs> I, right. I really it's the most petty fucking name ever. It's right. so historically bitchy. It's so like, and now we're naming it Karen. Obviously, it stands for caring <laughs> right uh, and racial <laughs> experience not good not, yeah, they not try, good they try different names they're like uh sharon she or he always racial no that's not gonna work all right let's try karen <laughs> oh my god it is good that people are being held fucking accountable though Right. It's good, you know, when this when this thing was first like started talking about, I was like, well, people are going to be worried to call the cops if, um, you know, the the person ends up being not convicted. But this is very specific. This is sort of like hate speech. It's not just you can't say things; it's that you can't be threatening. So I think the language isn't, you know, aside from the fucking meme that this is, um, it, it does seem like it was more thought out and uh, could be preventing some bullshit. Maybe not preventing, but taking accountability. What what are we allowed to expect? Maybe someone might not die this time. Maybe, maybe um, I know. Racist nine one one calls are unacceptable. That's why I'm introducing the Karen Act at today's uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors meeting. This is the Karen we need. Oh God! You added extra at the end. Right. Karen means Sharon, and what <laughs> Sharon stands for is. <laughs> well, that's what I, I. I don't know how you guys have been handling it, but I've been trying to be very cautious or specific about what I share online and what I'm posting about, and not making it too divisive. Even though all I want is to like post bitchy shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh. But. Uh, making a false police report is already illegal, but Walton's bill would also make it illegal to fabricate a report based on someone's race, ethnicity, religious affiliation, gender, or sexual orientation. Walton's bill comes after the California Assemblyman uh, Rob Bonta introduced a bill last month 
that would classify discriminatory 911 calls as a hate crime in the state. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, you know, don't worry about it because no one's going, hey, a white guy is after me. Yeah. Like, I'm not calling just going like, hey, white guy's trying to talk to me. And it's exactly. I mean, you have you saw it in the bodega. (laughs) It's like (laughs) like scared because of someone's fucking skin color, because of all the because of everything that's happened in the history of our culture, of, of policies, of everything. I wish I could interview her afterwards. Like when when you looked in his eyes, what did you see? <laughs> what like what like if you could be clear about the message you were giving, what would that be? Cuz I understand you're frantic, but what are you doing? What, <laughs> what is I, happening? Do you, my uh, bodega lady did something bitchy but in a very different way. She Casey and I were buying like some beers and spike seltzers, my drink of summer choice. <laughs> bodega and uh this is like beginning of quarantine like back when nobody was seeing each other at all and we bought all these beers and and our bodega lady was like "Mm," having a big party and we were like no we're not having shut the fuck these are for us you bitch (laughs) right (laughs) trying to call us out yeah Yeah, what what if i'm buying a lot of toilet paper like oh Wow. You ate a lot of dairy today? <laughs> exactly, though. Honestly, though, someone does need to shame Casey. When you guys, I think he's on here on Friday when you talk to him. <laughs> I, That's going to be my being... first question. So, what's with all the shit taking? I remember years ago picking up a couple 40s from the bodega and they're like, oh, big party. I'm like, what are you, my sponsor? <laughs> what the Don't worry fuck? about it. Mind yeah. your own fucking business, bitch. <laughs> You're the one selling the poison, asshole. Wait, oh my god, I just remembered speaking of the shit thing. Casey has because we started doing family zooms in the beginning of quarantine with like my whole family, his whole family. And during my family ones, he's had to shit so many times that now my nieces, whenever we're, Casey's not there, oh wow, they'll be like, they'll be like is he in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> They're like five and eight. It's so fucking cute. Oh my god, my brother got my nephew to do that. One time they were waiting for me in the car an extra minute. And then when I get in the car, it's a two year old going and he learned the sign language for it too. So that he can. <laughs> so he's. So Michael goes, Where was Hamda? Poopin, she's poopin. And he's doing the poop sign. Now, and then they used to call me like, hey, Are you pooping, Hamda? Yes. <laughs> so of course I am. Cute. And so funny because it's not happening to me. <laughs> what, what is uh, what is the poop sign? Like you're uncorking a bottle, thumb in the other hand. <laughs> yeah, you're pulling like your thumb. Yeah. Well, how do you guys poop? Don't you put your thumb in your butt <laughs> <laughs> to get things started? It's pull my finger. Sign language is kind of easy, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh God. A professor at a California community college has been placed on administrative leave after asking a Vietnamese American freshman to anglicize her name because it sounds like a, quote, insult in English. Matthew Hubbard, a math professor at Laney College in Oakland, asked Phuc Boy Diem Gwen on the second day of her online class to change her name in an email. I mean, if you're going to say any name is close to something, that's, that's, yeah. I'm going to not talk about this one. (laughs) That was tough. Uh, Gwen, who told the network that the trigonometry professor had not asked her how to pronounce her name, informed him that his request felt discriminatory and warned that she'd file a complaint if he didn't use her given name. But he responded that pronouncing her name in English sounds like fuckboy. Why did you, you wrote this is in black and white? You wrote you typed this and sent it and now it's on record. Mm-hmm. What? His name is Matthew. To me, that's like American for I'm trying to spit on you. Matthew. (laughs) What is that? Uh, If I lived in Vietnam, he said, and so again, this is in black and white. He typed this. If I lived in Vietnam. Can I just stop you right there? You don't. If I lived in Vietnam, you don't. You're not planning on it. There's no, uh, there's no way you're going to. You never will. So yeah, let's finish the sentence for funsies. Go ahead. If I lived in Vietnam and my name in your language sounded like eat a dick, I would change it to avoid embarrassment. Stop it. Yeah. No. 
If I lived in Vietnam and my name in your language sounded like eat a dick, I would change it to avoid embarrassment. Send. That's cool. How about if your words are eat a dick? Are you going to be embarrassed? How about you go ahead and just eat a dick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. When Hubbard told her to anglicize her name, she didn't know what the term meant. And of course, it means, you know, be American. Yeah. Uh, I never heard that before. And at that moment, I was surprised. So what's that? It means be white. Yes. Yeah. At that moment, I was surprised, so I Googled the meaning. I didn't know what it meant, so I called my best friend to ask him, what does this mean? People still ask people? <laughs> Do you think, like, when people are asking their friends, they go, okay, Keith, what's this? Yeah. Okay, Courtney. <laughs> hey, Courtney. Yes, Hamda? <laughs> uh, let's see. The, uh, the union that represents... Uh, blah blah blah. Oh, so that he has to take diver- they're gonna start diversity training now, okay? Because uh-huh. <laughs> imagine that that's it. Imagine that class. I well, cannot. can we can we start people at diversity classes maybe a little younger or before they start the job? Right. Is this like is this like jail for people who don't know how to say somebody's name? I mean, I listen, mean, I am not gonna get into specifics, but I again I work in corporate America, so the past couple weeks have been very eye-opening and trying. And basically everyone's response, everyone in fashion I work with is like, oh, we'll hire um a diversity training for all these like millionaires in the fat who run the fashion industry. That's like their answer to everything. Not Every, like we're going to hire black people or we're going to like apologize for our wrongs or we're going to be transparent. We're going to hire some other white person to just be like, don't you see color now? Okay. It's like right. insane. Oh my God. Have you, have you noticed that the people that complain about quote cancel culture also are the biggest yappers? <laughs> <laughs> if you're really nervous about the new way of things, you know, to be held accountable shut the fuck up you're real scared about this new world but you're the most racist piece of shit exactly exactly have you had to sit through the diversity training have i yeah no no okay i don't have to bring it to everybody they're starting with the leadership and working our way down so i can't maybe have me back after we go through it because i can't wait to chat about it i will say i started an anti-racist uh book club for all the white women who are just learning about racism. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Our first book is Me and White Supremacy. So I'm just starting it off strong. <laughs> right. Is it offensive at all that you're all drinking white wine? Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, honestly, probably. I got some food coloring, though. <laughs> the, um, yeah, yeah, I, I have the diversity class, and then you go, all right, who here learns something? And then whoever raises their hand is fired. There's no way you should have learned a fucking thing at this stupid class. Uh, Let's say you're a teacher and your student has a foreign name that is dumb. Do you respect it? (laughs) Well, how dumb are we talking? All right. You're you're dismissed. I think that we're we're forgetting, or at least I I forget sometimes, that adults are just these other dumb human beings that I don't want to talk to. Like, it's, it's anybody just because they're your teacher. And I remember when I was a kid... Um, I went to this ballet class and uh, we never went again because they would just make the teachers would make fun of my name. I heard them do it. They thought they were being, you know, all sly about it. But I'm like, we're in the same room. I can hear you. You told me to do a pot of beret. And then you said <laughs> to like someone else about my name. Wow. <laughs> it's oh the same. God. I can hear you. And I, I don't I didn't re- you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is everybody. The teachers represent everybody. And it's like, oh, well, no one likes my name. This is the worst thing ever. And I shouldn't even expect anyone to respect it. When what you is were wrong a kid, with you? Did you like want to change it? Yeah, I thought about it. Both my brothers changed their names. I'm the only one who kept the uh, the foreign the foreign sound in, in the name. Do you guys know, you guys know Dulce Sloan, the, she's on The Daily Show, she's a comic. She, I, I lived with her for a few months and she was telling me how um, after a while when people would announce her, pronounce her name wrong on stage, she would just sit, she would just stand there and be like, do it again. <laughs> and I was like, I <laughs> love you. Wow. Arms folded. Yeah, just like, no, that's not how you say it. <laughs> wow. All right, here's a, here's a fun news story, Penda. 
Okay. No, don't fall for it, Courtney. That's just a quick warning. Just okay. don't, don't, don't get soft. Just stay okay. hype. Yeah. I'm just just going to make it a little lighter. Two men discovered they were switched at birth in a West Virginia, Virginia hospital 80 years ago. Okay. This is, is this about me and Casey? Is this like a gotcha moment? <laughs> uh, John William Carr, the third and Jackie Lee Spencer, by the way, the third, you're not a third anyway. <laughs> and right. Uh, Jackie Lee Spencer were both born August 29th, 1942 at St. Joseph Hospital in Buckhannon, but were sent home with the wrong families. The shocking incident came to light last year when Spencer took DNA tests as part of his 50-year quest to try to trace the man he assumed was his father who had abandoned the family before his birth. So obviously he's not getting anywhere, right? Because he gets a roadblock when it comes to... Who, who, what family he's part of. And every, samples, meanwhile, everyone's looking at the mom with like a crooked face, like, yeah, was that really the dad? And she's like, I fucking swear to God. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even have time to get laid for more than one person. I just, this is not my fault. <laughs> and everyone's like, mm, just one guy, huh? Okay. We remember right. you. Well, that's the thing. The samples led him to Carr's family with the other man then testing his DNA too, proving that he was actually related to the family who raised Spencer. The discovery came too late in their lives for them to ever get to meet their blood families, most of whom are now dead. Carr, meanwhile, claims the switch caused him real pain. With the, you're right, Henda, this isn't a good story. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, Keith, during, you... during quarantine, Keith is learning about feelings, and sometimes they just pop up as a surprise to him. So we're all along, you know, for the ride, but it, it gets a little tricky. So when he says fun, it's like me doing silent trailers. He's doing silent emoting. It's okay, it's very strange. Okay. I, well, I read I'm, willing, I'm willing to be patient with you, just like I'm willing to be patient with Henda. <laughs> Uh, Carr, meanwhile, claims the switch caused him real pain with his presumed father beating him and his mother because he always assumed he was born from an affair. One beating was so bad, Carr could not breathe properly for months and his supposed father regularly calling him a bastard who was not his child. Okay, can we just say that that switch is not why that guy was an asshole? Because it's very strange when it's like, and he abused his kid, but it's because he thought the woman cheated on him. So otherwise, he would never lift a finger on this dude ever. Like, really, he's a he's a nice guy. These circumstances. You're beating your kid. You're beating your kid. You're beating your wife. You're a fucking wife beater. I don't. There is no circumstance where you're like, oh well, yeah, it does, doesn't have your DNA. Nothing else could have happened. Yeah, get mad and then fucking go away. Oh my god, I'm so my blood is boiling. <laughs> fun story, it's, right, Courtney? You so feel like fun, you, just, you feel like sounded, you did some aerobics. It's fun. It sounded quirky at first, and then you're like, oh boy, should have read the whole story. Youch. Oh. It, it's weird how that seems, seems like there's no rhyme or reason sometimes what qualities you pick up from uh, your parents, you know. So. It could be hard to figure out. Like all, I have four siblings. Uh, all five of us are very sarcastic. My parents aren't. My mom was funny, but she was never sarcastic. My dad's a ham, but he wasn't clever enough to be sarcastic. It's, it makes no sense. Yeah, so yeah. you're not going to be able to figure it out right away. I have no idea what traits I picked up from my parents. <laughs> As she drinks from one of those uh, joke glasses that can fit a whole bottle of wine. Giant wine glass. Well, maybe though, maybe your sarcasm, because you said your parents are funny or a ham, maybe you're all you develop sarcasm as like a response to their goofiness because you don't want to be your parents, you know? Right. I'm right. Courtney. I go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you Listen, do zo- not only am I work, but I go to therapy. <laughs> do you do Zoom therapy? I do it on the phone. I do it. He asked me if I wanted to do video and I cry a lot. So I was like, mm, I'm good. The phone. <laughs> <laughs> do you mute the cries? Yeah. I'm just like, can you just give me a second? The phone's breaking up. <laughs> um, you're a big uh, Beyonce fan, obviously, right? Oh, my God. Bitch. I hope I know what you're going to talk about. Continue. I don't know. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. Is it What's, have to new do- in the- What's new in the Beyonce world? There's a lot new. Are you, what, are you, what is new oh, in the sorry. Beyonce world? What sorry, are you, what sorry. Are you, I'm living under a rock. Do you not read the news? Is she okay. running for president? 
Oh my god, she would never. She's so far above that. She's royalty. Okay, she doesn't run for democratic office. Are you insane? What is quarantine has really fucked you up, Keith? Okay, <laughs> I will tell you. First of all, Black is King is being. Uh, released at the end of this month it is another visual album i cannot i literally gave myself chills just saying what i already know out loud okay i hope you've watched the trailer also do you have a- do you have the day off for when that comes out or um you- i plan on quitting i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> to take it in I don't want distractions. I'm getting a divorce and I'm quitting my job. I want to make Casey move out the day before and then move back in the day after. (laughs) Um, So that's huge. I mean, another visual album. Are you kidding? Lemonade? And then Homecoming? That wasn't a visual album, but like it was a masterpiece. Okay, anyways. Um, And then also this fucking Republican fuck tweeted out this uh, conspiracy theory that Beyonce is actually an Italian woman. An Italian <laughs> devil worshiper named Anne Anne Marie Lestrati, I think her name is. It's in it's insane, but it's like fun. But then if it wasn't like a senator tweeting it out, it would be fu- actually fun. But it's not right. fun. It's a senator, <laughs> yeah, or a congressman. I think he's a congressman. He just but like took someone, the time. Yes, who was like, no, Beyonce is part of the deep state for Black Lives Matter. She's not African American, and Beyonce's like cool. <laughs> Right. Like if it was like Alex Jones in because now that he's like dismissed by the Trump administration, it I I would be into this. It would be fun, but this is like I think people actually believe this. This is like Pizzagate. Yeah. It's as if out of all the people to pick too, you know, like I think this person represents black culture in a big way. In a pretty big way, I would say her husband and her are pretty much pillars of the American (laughs) black community. (laughs) Right. Uh, My story was a woman was arrested for allegedly stealing a car in uh, New Mexico, told the cops that she was Beyonce. Oh, well, well, yeah, no, that's probably true, though. When pressed for her real name, Serena Henry, 48, refused to reveal it. So she was fingerprinted. And soon arrested. You know what I would do? I'd have her uh, uh, sing a song or do a little <laughs> dance move. Like, because she wouldn't know, like, well, if I was really Beyonce, that's, you can't make me do that. But when you're making up that you're Beyonce, you might think that is the rules and be like, okay, uh, just real quick, sing about putting a ring on it. And, <laughs> and also, that footage from the uh, chest cam will be so much more fun. Right. right. Make it a gift, baby. Remix it. Make it a song. I love it all. (laughs) Uh, Upskirting, when you take a picture of, uh, you know, up a woman's skirt, is now illegal in uh, Germany. Why? It's such a a cute name. Well, what's what's interesting is, you know, it's not unanimous. You know, some guys were like, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, uh, where does it end? <laughs> yeah, we were like, thinking if, the vagina. I'm like, yeah, but what if I just want thigh? But what if my shoes are so shiny? Am I just going to get arrested by standing next to a woman? <laughs> right. Please, I am being oppressed. Okay. What if I'm pick? What if I pick something off the floor, but I trip and I'm on my back, and then somebody's walking down steps, and it's too much. Just leave what things if- the way they are. What if I'm on the beach and then I'm taking a picture of my wife who I adore, but then somebody goes into the shot and it's just like they're in underwear because they're in a bathing suit. I just feel like I could end up in jail for no reason for this. <laughs> oh my God. It's so culture. Funny, but it's, you're, it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I love hearing uh, Courtney have a breakdown in real time. I am seriously because I was literally before this is why I poured myself a glass of wine. I mean, not the only reason why, but I'm like coming off work and I was like, oh boy, I'm going to be weird this episode. And now I'm coming in. I'm like sweating through my t shirt. Ivy Park, by the way, Beyonce for Adidas. But, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> is that by a Beyonce way, I- sp- sponsored shirt? Does she have something to do with that? Oh, yeah. She sent it per- uh, personally to me because we're friends. Also, can you guys, do you want to see my velvet painting of Beyonce? Do you see that? I do see it. Yeah, of course. Yes. Clear as day. You guys have a problem, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the European nation's parliament passed a bill making it a criminal act to upskirt rather than a civil offense. Uh, the legislation defines such offenders as those who deliberately take an unauthorized picture of the intimate area of another person, 
by photographing or filming under their clothes. Uh, you will face a fine or up to two years in prison. What am I, Superman? I can't see through her clothes. So if I have a picture right. of her underwear, she obviously wants me to take. How would I get so close to her underwear and take a picture of it without her consent? This is ridiculous. I don't understand. By the way, my uncle was trying to teach my brothers this when we were so young. Okay. Before, like, I think as, as me and my brother were hitting puberty, maybe because I remember it and I don't remember a lot of my childhood. He was like, yeah, let's go to the mall. I'm going to teach you how to look up a girl's dresses um, with a mirror on your shoe and stuff. And I was like, can I go? And he's like, no, you're a girl. I'm like, so then I don't get to go to the mall. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Also, wait, can I say, you know how obviously Stephen Colbert did his character on the Colbert Report for so long? I would love a a Hemda version of that. (laughs) Just like misogynist and racist. I would live. Yeah, uh, you have uh, you have the mirror on your shoe as if for a split second you look down at your shoe and you go, nice. (laughs) Like, fucking go on Pornhub. What the fuck? Uh, Two years in prison. Do you do they start like this? Somebody like me say, hey, how about it's the death penalty? And then they go, well, that's ridiculous. I think two years is good. Yes, you need that. <laughs> Honestly, should you run for president? Three years what, is ridiculous. What Two if years, a, okay. What if as a punishment, you have to wear mirrored clothes for two years? Like everything is just a mirror ball. I love that. I also think that you should have to go around to all your neighbors and tell them your dick size. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's small. <laughs> uh, by law, I have to tell you, I'm uh, four inches hard. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. Cool. See you around. <laughs> <laughs> the new law also prohibits the taking or distribution of unauthorized photos that display a, this is like a little side thing, that display a dead person in a grossly offensive way. What? So oh. it's, it's a two-parter. You also... Uh, can't show dead people in a gross light. Okay, but still dick pics, right? Because we have to send those. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't wait until the airdrop fucking rules. No airdropping dicks. I love that it's 2020. Man, when some other fucking generation 100 years down looks at the fucking laws that we had to do. Get this. When it, when it was a pandemic in 2020 and nobody can go out, they put out this rule that you can't, accidentally on purpose look at somebody's underwear when they don't want to but we had to put that on the books because grown ass men this isn't like you know junior high school grown men were finding ways to look up panties that is insane by the way a thing (laughs) a thing that right now and the women that i know in quarantine are like you know, just say one good sentence and I will suck your dick. Like it is lonely <laughs> out there and you're go- like, just ask to see underwear. Like you have to be so creepy to be like, but how can I get this without there? Cause we're stuck inside. I will mail you my underwear. Calm <laughs> down. Show me an interesting book you have in your living room and I will send you my underwear. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Repeat Anybody what I said any- two sentences ago. <laughs> right. Uh, anybody have any questions about this new law? And somebody raises their hand and you're like, Sean, put your fucking hand down. You don't have questions. <laughs> there's no there's no room for questions today. What if it's a like a boy short? <laughs> <laughs> Is it only women? Sean, please. Let's just get out of here. Uh, German sex workers are saying no to COVID-19 lockdowns, with many of them taking the streets to protest the pandemic closures that are shuttering their industry. Several dozen workers gathered in Berlin with a large inflatable sex doll, chanting slogans such as let us work and open the brothels now. Here's the thing. They have to they have to do this protesting alone. Like, I can't be a guy in Germany being like, I hear you, women. I just got to give you like a little thumbs up on the side. Like, good luck. What do those signs look like? <laughs> we want to suck your dick. We want to suck your dick. But you Open have to pay up. up. Right. <laughs> what do we want? Fuck. 
What do we want? Dick! When do we want it? Now! But also for money, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, doctors in India. Oh, you know someone's confused. Like, I knew they wanted it. <laughs> uh, doctors in India found the cord of a cell phone charger in a man's bladder then learned that it had been inserted through the urethra Stop. the 30-year-old ad first lied to medical workers at a hospital saying he had swallowed the device after an x-ray he copped to the truth it's like if you we really have to know how this got in yet to figure out how to take it out I swallowed it. We know that didn't happen. No. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. There's the there's the charging cord in your urethra, and he goes, "I smoke too much." Right. <laughs> you know. Oh, I did fall down, and maybe. Um. All right, idiot. <laughs> oh, it's like a sex thing to put it up there. I, or, or like you keep losing your charger, and you want to. <laughs> no, no, I think it's a sex thing. I think it's a sex thing. I think you're right. <laughs> Hey, does anyone have a charger? Hold on. It's retractable. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... And then you go through all that work, and it's like, oh, sorry, it's an Android. You know? <laughs> uh, I should have told you first, Bob. Sorry. Bob and Sean are getting bad shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's It's been a while. It's They have their comeuppance. Uh, Courtney McGinnis, follow online, Twitter and Instagram, at Court McGinnis. The website is CourtneyMcGinnis.com. The podcast is Narcissistas. Yes, bitch. Listen, bitch. You <laughs> want to download this show, learn about Beyonce, learn about uh, how people are dealing with this pandemic, learn about Courtney's breakdowns, right? <laughs> so I hope all you bitches understand that. This is the show for you. Bitch. Just now, finished right? a little Kim series and whoo, it was mm. incredible. Bitch. I just you know that you're getting booked on this show just so Keith can finally say bitch again. He's <laughs> hasn't been allowed so good. for like so two good. years. Yeah. It does, yeah, yeah. It is <laughs> it, so it does it does scratch that itch. It must be so hard to be a white man. It's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> and with everybody wearing masks, again, I, I don't know what bitches to tell to smile and not. I have to say it to everyone and just assume. Oh, boy. Oh, so weird. Thing. You started telling men to smile. It's like, uh, where do you turn? I don't know. It's. Right. I mean, you know, you're an equal opportunity person, so that's nice. <laughs> I When I do my upskirts, by the way, I show the lady the picture. I'm like, when I'm done, I go, here, do you mind? I, I've got if options. They want it, if they want to delete it, I delete it right away. Not even a debate. Yeah, but yeah. but like, you're allowed to say bitch. <laughs> what was what that? <laughs> but but when you show it to them and they say no, you're allowed to call them bitch. That's the rule. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I did take the time. That's in the law, right? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, put your hand down. All right, all right. Uh, join us in the chat join us for uh, poker tonight All right, uh, we'll be there at 9 we'll start the game at 9.30 it's always a lot of fun and we'll talk to you soon